I'm Brian Summers, and this is episode 16 of We're Getting Better. In this episode, we talked to photographer Dio Kosoko about taking disposable cameras from CVS as a kid, going to school in Nebraska, and creating the hype next door. Shout out Hype Creative Co. Stay tuned. Dio, what's good, man? Yo, man, Brian. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm science, man. Man, look, I'm glad we finally got a chance to do this. Exactly. Um, we're here with Dio Kosoko. Yes, sir. Um, it's funny because uh, just like in the previous interview with James Anthony, it's another photographer that I went to high school with right. that realized later on was a photographer. I, right. guess in, I guess in high school, you don't think about that. You know, it's just... Uh, you just worried about sports, so get, getting out of high school right. so much, you know. So, but um, look, man, before we get further into this, in front of you, man, what are these? We have two beers right here, man. I mean, it's you know, it's always nice when someone comes to you bearing gifts, and yeah. I always like to say that whenever I see Brian, he's bearing a gift, be it something that floats in the air or something you can take down. Quickly, I was gonna try to make a rhyme, but it, I was whacked. So, <laughs> you, I was gonna say, man, look. you know, but this dogfish head, let's turn up. Look, man, look. So you know we, got, I mean? we got dogfish head. Uh, got a ninety minute. There it is. Got a uh, ninety minute Imperial IPA right here. And uh, damn, you know, normally I crack these open and I say, you know, without further ado, let's get into it. So let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and uh, oh, like that. Perfect. <laughs> hey, cheers, man. Right. Cheers, 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 cheers. <laughs> cool man yeah look actually just to give you a back story the first episode I actually did it was just to, to, to say at least it was the first episode right so I was a little nervous <laughs> so after after listening to that one some friends gave me some some, some critiques feedback. some mm-hmm. feedback they said mm-hmm. you know just loosen up a little bit so yeah. started it's gotta be chill it's, it's gotta be you know and we're just real I mean exactly. I mean I consider you a friend um, I'm, I'm just really glad that through networking and through other people, we've reconnected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we, we didn't, we weren't, we, we didn't really associate in high school that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. just amazing how paths can cross again. Yeah, and it's and just a te- te- I guess a testament on how small worlds actually are. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Used to live down the street from my wife. Dude. <laughs> same same bus stop and everything. Already crazy, man. man um. No, yeah, and even smaller world, you know, I, Katrina, you right? Know, I've I've shot her several times. Several times, New so, York Connect, man, my sister in law, man, we family, bro, bro, and we got the Lanham New Carrollton Connect, man. That, bro, Come on, that. man, New Carrollton Mall used to be over here. Right? I used to ride my skateboard <laughs> over there. I used to kick push before anybody was kick pushing. Bro, you remember the uh, theater used, used to be right there? Of course, there? ratchet yeah. as shit. I remember. There's a movie. What's that movie? The first movie to ever be like NC-17. When the, uh, <laughs> Shorty from uh, Saved by the Bell, Jess, Jesse was a was like a, a stripper or a pole dancer. Oh, and that, that shit. That sounds like an after school special. Yeah. Anyway, that shit was NC. I remember that shit came out. My mom said, "What is going on? You cannot go see that." Anyway, so yeah, I gotta man. remember the movie. But it's like, like I, I, it, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you still saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, some way, man. Mm. Somehow, some way. Oh man. So, Dio, show is we're getting better. Yeah, man. The whole point of it is to just pretty much inspire aspiring photographers and mm-hmm. to help uh, up and coming photographers progress. Right. And you know, not just photographers, but creatives as well. But you know, we've we've shot before um, together, and you know, I know you've got several things going on. Every time I hit you up, you're coming back in the country from somewhere else. Mm. Um, Let's just tell people a little bit about about, about yourself. You know? No problem, man. No problem. Well, you know, this photography thing is 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 really interesting because I, I look at you and I look at myself and I don't even consider us just photographers. As you know, you, you're multi-talented, and I consider myself, you know, just to have a little taste of talent. But we're creatives, you know. We like to think outside the box. We like to take things to another level. But you know, our our vessel that we use is photography, is these cameras, you know, and they can do amazing things. I started shooting um, in high school. Um, my dad actually owns a Nikon. He's been a photographer for years. He's He was a professional shooter. He actually still is. 
Um, he tells me now that I'm better than him. Yeah. But I always, he always had a camera and he always captured everything. I have books here of all of our births mm. and all of our, you know, all of our ages till, you know, for only God knows when. And yeah. even, even though me and him have an estranged relationship that we're like mending now, it's interesting to see, you know, how much he's, he, he looked at us and cared about us through pictures. So that, you know, that's here or there. But in high school, I used to work at CVS Pharmacy, man. Okay. Okay, the one over in Seabrook. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're hip. Back when Reedy's used to be tasty. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Now, my manager there was this white dude who, cool white dude, cornrows, all that. I mean, this is 2000, year yeah. 2000. And he was, he was he would, like, like, a, like Post Malone. Yeah, Post Malone, <laughs> but but with MLM, like with the M&M flair. Okay. Anyway, this guy's a manager, but he was ratchet. Yeah. At the end of the night, he would let us take whatever we wanted home. Mm. Free 99. So what did I take? Disposable cameras. I had disposable cameras on deck junior and senior year, and I had free development because I worked at CBS. Oh, you had so I just, yeah, it was, that was my life. Man. I got so much, I got so many just just laid out pictures that I need to scan because this is the age you got to scan them and put them in your computer and whatnot. Yeah. So that's how I really started, man. Um, I was given an opportunity um, when I was in college. I bought a CyberShot, Sony CyberShot. That was my first digital camera. Mm-hmm. Fits in your back pocket. You bring it everywhere. Yeah. You know, everybody likes just get their picture taken. That's just the way of the world. I don't care who you are. You might say, "Oh gosh, who's that taking my picture? Who's that?" Let me see it. You want your picture taken because you want to see how you look. Exactly. Um, the CyberShot was like, okay, I, you know. I was posting on Facebook. Facebook started coming out. People were like, yo, man, you got an eye. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? I'm just taking pictures. Yo, man, you got an eye, man. Can you do this? I said, damn. When you hear something enough times, enough positive feedback, you really think, shit, maybe I can do this. You got to act on it. Already. So I said, my, you know, I had a homeboy in mind. I'll shut him out right now. Rajiv wins. Um, you know, he, 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 had a, he had a DSLR. And he said, you know, I want to sell it to you. It was the, it was the camera the lens and the flash and the speed light. He said $300. He said $300 was a D70 or some shit like that. Okay. $300. Come up. Come up. I bought it. My first camera ever. Started shooting. I didn't know shit about the true sense of photography. Mm. I was using a point and shoot for most of my life. That's what really jumped me off. So really, you know, it's a big shout out to Rajiv on the looking out with that. And anybody who ever told me I, I could do something with a camera, mm-hmm. you know, up to this point, I mean, you know, my 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 tag is hype next door. The quick story about that, mm-hmm. how it became hype next door, and I'm rapping now. That's mm-hmm. when you got me comfortable because I'm rapping. <laughs> my line name is Party all the time. Okay. Right. <laughs> and shout out Daddy Murphy. Yeah, already. Hey, my girl likes to party. All right. Hey, all right. <laughs> you know, and that's a whole different story how I got that, but that's my line name. Um, I'm a member of Five Bit of Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, okay. spring 2003. Just not, you know, just great, great, great life. Yeah, great it's, life, it's love, life. it's love, it's love. Um, but <sighs> the fuck was I saying, bro? <laughs> 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 Hold on. Party okay, okay, party all the time. <laughs> so I have a company. I had a company starting out when I was in college called the Art Hype. Okay, you know, gained a lot of prominence. The Art Hype, yeah, a lot of prominence. It was my IG, my tagline for a long time. Mm-hmm. So people would call me the Art Hype yeah. rather than the company since I posted under the Art Hype. Yeah. So be like, Yo, it's the Art Hype. Yo, it's the Art Hype. I'd be like, Okay, cool. It's not my fucking name. It's yeah. the name of the company. Exactly. So I try to take change my tagline to hype all to party all the time. Mm-hmm. Take it. I'm pissed. I said, cool, the art hype. People start calling me hype as well. Mm. So, you know, I'm a little hype, as you can tell. <laughs> so I said, cool, it'll be hype all the time. Yeah. Taken. Then you know what? I said, party, party's still around. I said, you know what, man? There's that nigga out called Party Next Door. Yeah. I said, that's a dope name. Yeah. I, I could be Party Next Door. But you know what? I'm hype next door. Because the art hype is still in existence within me. As my own brand, yeah. but I'm right next door. Exactly. It's deep, man. It's deep in the rap. So I'm the hype next door, man. Yeah. We out here. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Dope. Dope. <laughs> Dope, man. Look, um, so so you so you started shooting for like seriously in college, right? Yeah, yeah. So what, what was like your main subject that you were, that you were shooting? You know, big shout out to my homegirl, Unity Jock. And I really got to shout her out, uh, whose real name is Nimoy. Um, but 
she was the first model I ever shot. And I say model in the sense of somebody that could be photographed and knew how to pose, mm. who was an amateur up and coming model. Mm. This is in Omaha, Nebraska. Young Sudanese girl, beautiful. Mm. And I gotta give her props because she's the one who really let me, let me understand how to direct someone as far as posing them for a picture and also understand when somebody's already a natural, you know, how to maneuver both aspects of, of a subject. And, you know, I, I just gotta give her props because of, you know, her allowing me to shoot her. Right now, she's a she's a renowned model. Mm. She was based out of New York. She just came back from England. I just saw her in um, uh, Washington, D.C. In D.C., she came down doing work with Luol Deng in the South Sudan um, Unity um, a unity coalition that Luol Deng's hosting. Okay. Um, and she was here. So I just props to her for really allowing me to to find my way with that. So were you were you one of the first people to shoot her or, or you guys I, I think I was one of the first people to shoot her professionally. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as, you know, in in that sense. I wish I had the pictures here available. I'll show them to you later, most definitely, because I look back at that shoot like Fuck, I wish I really did it right at the time. But, you know, for the time, for the, the time. love I got on it was like, yo. Yeah. But it was more the subject. That's when it's like half of it's the photographer, half of it's the subject. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but, what I mean? But definitely, and I spoke about this with um with James earlier uh, in his episode. You know, you definitely look back at work and that like college was like how many years ago. You look, you look back at that and you're like, damn. It's just trash, but but at the time it's it's it was the shit. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> you, you felt like damn, I killed this drink. Right now it's like man, I could have done so much differently if I'd have just had this or whatever. But you know, it's it's all a part of that progression. It's the progression that we. Saw. It's the we're getting better. Yeah, Come all, on, it's man, it's the tagline. It's all about That's getting what better. It is. Well, look, I have to ask this too, Nebraska. Oh man. What's it like shooting out there? Because like okay. I, I had a chance to go to Nebraska one time for a track meet. Like, oh really? Years ago when I was like running summer track in high school but um i all i remember about being in nebraska was just it just being hot as shit it's hot as shit it's very humid um you know it's the midwest the midwest is a different beast but a lot of people don't understand is that most states have a city they have a downtown they have a hood they have an uptown they have a suburb and nebraska has all those things in, in actuality nebraska is very segregated mm -hmm. i mean you'll have uh, caucasians living in, the, in a very prominent you know, nice area, which is uh, West Omaha. West You'll Omaha. have Mexicans or or Hispanic people in South Omaha. Mm. Um, and you'll have bl um, black people in North Omaha. There's actually a lot of violence in Omaha as well. Mm. The school I went to is Creighton University, which is actually in the heart of the downtown. Okay. So, you know, to somebody who's coming from the outside, maybe from a New York or from Washington, D.C., it's like, yo, what's this okey-doke, you know, this place in Nebraska, but I got to show Nebraska love. I mean, I was out there for nine years. Yeah. It's my second home. Um, and, and it was a great experience. I mean, the people there, it, it's all about, this is what I'll say about Nebraska. You won't really miss the place, but you'll miss the people. Mm. I made some good people, met some good people out there. You know, shout out to Omaha. Shout out to Creighton. You know, shout out to everybody out there. Right. So, so, so what's somebody like right now, somebody up and coming, somebody that's an aspiring photographer in Omaha, mm. What like what what would you suggest for them to do right now to get better? And it, it's easy to say thing? this. It's easy to say this because I'll say this, you know, to somebody who's there who maybe um, who calls Omaha home first and foremost. Mm. They got to get out of there, mm. but not necessarily abandon Omaha. Mm. They got to get out and travel. And I'll say this to anybody: like you know, we're so limited by our our, our surroundings. Yeah. You know, it gets to the point where you're so engraved in it that you think this is what what life is. You know, when you step out of that little zone that you think is your circle, your mind can just expand and your creative juices really get flowing. I mean, we're visual people. We look at things all day. Yeah. You know, you might see something somewhere. It's like, yo, I've seen the same routine things in my hometown, but oh snap, I went to California. These palm trees are crazy. I've never seen palm trees before. Right, right. I mean, we had people who came from Hawaii, right? Students. I don't know. We have a nice dental program. A lot of Hawaiian students want to be dentists. Okay. They came from Hawaii to come to Creighton University to be dentists. They had never seen snow. Okay. I mean, imagine leaving that little island of Hawaii to come to the Midwest. Right, right. So some place where it doesn't snow, you have volcanoes and... <laughs> hurricanes. Hur yeah. And paradise. Ty typhoons. You know? So, so like, so like, all right... <clears throat> Growing up on the East Coast, you know, mm. grew, grew up in like Maryland Crazy. and, you know, right, right around D.C. So for us, we have a lot of um, 
we have sports we have right. a lot of politics we have um you know it's we get we get snow we get all of that stuff so i really don't know what our cheat code is out here but somebody in california coming to dc or all right check this out i always think of all the 50 states that i would love to go to to shoot in i would love to go to like arizona mm-hmm. or like utah mm-hmm. because that's southwest Arizona more so is Southwest New Mexico and all of that stuff and they have a desert they have different terrain that we will probably never That'd see be, mm-hmm. over here so what's the cheat code for like Omaha like is it is it the snow is it the plains mm. like interesting farm, yeah. farmlands that you're yeah, yeah the, it's, it's the Midwest it's the land okay. just a lot of land now, what you got to understand is about a lot, a lot of these Midwest cities, mm-hmm. they're close by the river. You got Omaha, Kansas City. You can, can you know, go okay. down. They're based by the river. Okay. So the most eastern part of the state. You go west, it's a lot of farmland, a lot of smaller towns, and just the, the type of life that you think like, oh, man, you're in the Midwest. What the hell's out there? It's nothing but white people. Mm-hmm. That's what you think when you go out west, 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 mm-hmm. you know? So I think, you know, those historical things, uh, you know, just plain, plain land. It's the plains. Okay. Corn. Yeah. <laughs> wheat fields. No, because like that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, it's the first think, thing. Oh, it's the, you, it's the you corn house. You're just shooting in, in like a bunch of cornfields, but I'm pretty sure this, you know, this is not just that. Right. 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 Oh man. So look, man, on this table in front of us, we have a couple of cameras. I know you was talking about you were excited about a, a new addition to, yeah, the, to man. The, the lens family. Jeez. What you got on this on on, on this, this cannon over here, man? Well, my can. Well, let's see. The first thing I have a shot with. Uh, well, I'm a cannon boy. Okay. You know, first and foremost, shout out to Cannon. <laughs> they're, they're not paying me yet, but they will soon enough. But shout out to Cannon. Shout out to Cannon. Um, my first camera was a 7D. Okay. And I got it because off a of recommendation. Shout out to this is Coach, uh, one of my business partners and my really good friends. But she was working at Indiana State in their media department. It was like, yo, Daya, if you're going to get a camera and get a 7D, it's great for video. Mm-hmm. It's great for this and that. And I got it. Yeah. Um, you know, bought it on credit at Nebraska Furniture Mart and paid it off for it, you know, a couple years back. Okay. But I really had to have it. But, and at the time, I didn't understand what the difference between a full frame and a crop sensor, crop sensor was. I mean, these are things I didn't know. Yeah. So I just got it off a recommendation. Okay. So as I was shooting, I realized, oh, goodness, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting the... The full, I'm not getting exactly what I need for my camera. I need a full frame camera. So now I shoot with a Canon 60. And that's off a recommendation of my friend, Sir Meadows. Shout out to Sir Meadows. And, you know, the Wi Fi capability where I can upload my pictures. Yeah. You know, I really really love that. But, you know, I typically. Wi Fi is clutch. Oh, it's clutch. I shoot with a Canon 6D. 24 to 70 is my favorite lens, L series. But I just bought an 85 millimeter 1.2 prime lens. And everyone knows, you know, prime lenses are really good portrait lenses. Mm. You know, I'm really pushing my portrait aspect of my photography. Mm. I mean, I love interacting with people. I love people. People call me hype, this and that. But what it comes down to it is I just love talking to people. I love, you know, interacting with people. So that that's the more personal touch. And when I want to shoot people, I want to shoot them in, in a sense of you seeing who this person is. Not just looking at their face. But getting, you know, getting a story out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I post something, you know, I'll have a caption. And it's not me trying to make like a humans of anything, even though I, I really love and respect that. That humans of New York thing is beautiful. It's a great yeah. idea, great concept. Um, but I, I really love candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I love capturing people in their own, in their natural essence. You know, it's like, I see you. You didn't know you looked beautiful at this moment, but I saw you and I saw the beauty in whatever it is you were doing. Right. And I captured that. How, how often do people tell you, when they catch you shooting them, or or when you, when you reach out to them to like shoot them, how often do people say tell you, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not a model, or I'm, I'm awkward, or every"? I, I mean, it's majority women, mm-hmm. which which almost makes me sad sometimes because it makes me think, you know, why why do why do women have this identity in their head of what beauty is? Mm-hmm. Like it's a standard of what they think beauty is mm-hmm. when they should really see the beauty in themselves. You know, so if I shoot a candidate of a woman who's obviously beautiful in her own sense or on her own right, she'll say, oh, my gosh, I'm not a model or, geez, or, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, no, it's you. You yeah. look great. Yeah. Or you get some people like, man, I love it. I need to have it. Make sure I get it. 
here's my email yeah. and i love that that's my best reaction that's that that's, that's definitely like uh a great feeling to get when you can show somebody that you know, you're beautiful all the time you know, right like you know even even when you even when you're sad come on now no, like, even when you have the resting bitch face, like like, like they like <laughs> to call it, you know, a lot of yeah. people are like, damn, you got me looking like a bitch. I'm like, yo, you're just chilling. That's just yeah. your face. We don't gotta smile all the time. That's why they, you know, they tried to start a movement one time, or, or somebody's like, or guys were like, yo, you should smile, baby. Oh yeah, you know, thing. you should do this, you do it. Nah, they don't gotta smile. They, yeah, no, nobody. You know, in the olden days, here's reality check. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say what year, but in the old days, if you smiled in pictures, you look crazy. That's oh, why, yeah, 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 yeah. If you look at old Western you know, you know, pictures, you know, you know why though is because um, <laughs> it took so long to the to like expose that that you know if you smiled it was like you said it it will look crazy <laughs> or or it will kind of mess up the photo. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and like right now today, you know, like if you want to be on your Kanye shit, you know, like <laughs> high fashion, you don't you don't you don't smile. No. Or if you're or if you're a rapper or you know. Oh, if you're dude, hard. You, you, if you're, you're hard, dog, man. It's like nah, yeah. nah, I, I don't, I don't. Nah, I mean I'm quite the contrary. I love yeah. to smile. Look, look, my parents spent like four thousand dollars on, on, on my, my teeth. <laughs> you gonna smile? I'm gonna show these. You gonna smile? <laughs> look, every time, every chance I get, I'm cheesing. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. What the fuck kind of beer is this, man? What? Bro, it's kind of strong. Yeah, that's why. That's why I got it, man. It's kind of strong. I like it look, though. I like it. Dogfish I'm a lightweight head. anyway. Look, Dogfish Head ninety minute Imperial IPA. They they have several different ones. They have sixty minute, dude. They, what does they, the minutes mean? All right, so it's okay. Like, this guy yeah, knows his yeah, beer. So, I don't know anything. So look, so the the minutes, it's the I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this wrong, but it's pretty much like the the high the the, the, the longer the minutes, the higher the the, the okay. ABV, the alcohol by, by volume. Okay. So, um, the one the they have a one twenty minute. So, ninety minutes is gonna get you right. You know, like like, I'm, I've been babysitting this joint. I'm like already. I, I've been got, babysitting it too. That's why I'm looking at it. I got a, I got a quarter left in this in this in this twelve in this twelve ounce joint, but I'm over here sweating a little bit. You know, oh, so, <laughs> but if look if I if I chug this, if I chug this, it'll be like oh man, die up. I, Yo, we got to continue this yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be slurring words. Oh my gosh! Yeah. But no, yeah, this is definitely a you know if you if you only have like ten, eleven dollars on you, and it's funny because you know you kind of know that you're gonna get affected by this beer because it doesn't come in six packs. It comes in a four it's, pack. It's a four pack, dude. You can't have too many, yo. No, four, no, four, four, and you better share this with your friends. Hey, real talk. <laughs> I know I got a, I got a shout out to the, uh, to the, uh, and I love the shout out, man, because I think people need to be recognized. But I got a shout out, Brian, man. Brian's looking really fresh right now. <laughs> he got on some fresh ass Nikes. You know when you got the white soles, but the white soles not even like yellow or any stain on it. That's how clean his fucking Nikes are, and they look comfortable as shit. Is a dope ass shirt that says high life and a fucking a hat that says trust your struggle. Sounds like some shit that uh, my boy Ron's, my boy Ron Payton says, man. Shout out to my man Ron. Says, he says this quote is like, uh, know your own truth, own your truth or some shit. What is it? Know your truth. Know your truth, man. You know, and I like that. It's like, yo, know yourself, trust your struggle. Yeah, trust your like, struggle. Like, like, understand yourself. Shout out to uh, the underdog company, the underdog co. Cool. Such a struggle. Cool. Right I like it. I like it, man. Because too often, you know, we look at a struggle as a negative thing. Yeah, no. If we didn't have struggle, how would we know what success look, is, look, man? Without without struggle, in in you know, to some point, point of fashion, we would have no diamonds. Mm. You know, mm. like if there if there oh, if, if there was mm. no pressure, pressure to apply to that to that coal, mm. you wouldn't get a chance to see that that diamond. Damn. You know, if you had no oyster to you know. Pick up that grain of sand and apply pressure to that shit over and over. Bro. You know, you have no pearls. So, like the most beautiful things come from trusting that that rock in that hard place that you might be in. They didn't you know, know. They didn't know they were gonna tune into the Dead Poet Society, man. <laughs> we, we, you know, what I mean, we out here just keeping it real, man. <laughs> Dropping gems, literally. <laughs> right, 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 right. No pun intended. Diamonds and pearls. 
This, yo, if I gave you diamonds and pearls, no, I love Prince. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna have to call this episode like the like the shout shout out to shout out to episode. Hey, oh, let's go! Man. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to Prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, dude. Oh man. <laughs> what do you shoot with, man? My right now, I shoot a lot with um a Fuji X100s. Um, but you, you mentioned the 70 earlier. I, I definitely shot with that for a while. I can't say that I'm like too like brand loyal to mm. specific companies. Uh, companies just, just just as yet. I started with Nikon. Got a Nikon point and shoot when I was like 14, and I've been shooting with that with with, with that brand since until like like all all through college, I think. Mm-hmm. My best friend, he uh, kind of persuaded me to go with Canon when I started doing video more. Yeah, yeah. Got that 7D. Yeah. Crispy video. Clutch. So clutch. Uh, 24 frames per second. Bro, I got I got I got stuck on that for a while, and um and then when I moved to New York, I I, I just got a bunch of film cameras and I just started shooting with film cameras. So I shot with Nikon a lot. So I prefer Nikon when it comes to like stills. And I prefer Canon when it came to video. I just like the the color that I got from Nikon's. Even with the um, well, well, I guess it's different when you're dealing with a film camera because you you the camera body is is, is that brand. Mm. You have the functionality of that Nikon or Canon or Yashico, Mamiya, whatever you're shooting with, and um, then the color comes from like the film. So mm. I was shooting a lot with like Portra and then like Fuji Pro Pro V and whatnot. Um, but after after I've shot with those film cameras for a while, and I wanted to get something that was like less intrusive because I was doing this uh, series called Subway Sums. Yes, I uh, love that series. By the uh, way, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, um, you're talented. I wanted I wanted to do something that was I wanted to get something that was less intrusive. The whole mirrorless wave got better, and that's I, true. People see this camera and they're like, "Whoa, yo, with yo. that with your camera, you can just." Yo, this this sniper. This, it's like a sniper. X one hundred. A lot of people don't even realize that I've t- taken their taken their shot. You know, and sometimes it's too late. Yo, it's like boom. Already already got you. Don't worry about it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I love this camera, especially that's because it's definitely it's definitely great for like street shots and and stuff like that. But um, how are you liking this uh this dog for shit? You know, this beer that you brought is impeccable. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'm all about smoothness, mm-hmm. you know, just let's up be smooth. And this is a smooth beer, smooth interview, smooth vibes, Brian Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it 100, man. Plugs galore. It's all about the plugs. I mean, like you asked me about Nebraska earlier. I really got to shout out, you know, a lot of Nebraska shooters that I know personally. You know, we got my man Sherman McCain. My boy Skyrie, you know, who's also a rapper. Shout out to Skyrie. Shout out to both. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Terrence Tryon. Shout out, and my man Philip Hodges. You know, he's a he's a capper. Why do they? And he's a and he's a police officer. It sounds familiar. Who's Philip Hodges? Philip Hodges. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a police police officer, and he's a photographer. He's dope. Hmm. He's dope, and he's a capper. Yo, did you did you speaking of cappers in Nebraska? Did you mm-hmm. did you know and and, and shooters? Mm-hmm. Did you know um, Anthony Blue? Yeah, of course. Yo, okay. pray for Nebraska. Yeah, I was gonna say like Nebraska. Yeah, and dope. And, and shout out to Anthony Blue, man. And actually helped out when I did that. When I had the R hype, I we had a launch party, and Ant was one of the people shooting mm-hmm. at the party. So shout out to Ant. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he's dope as shit. Small world. All his brothers are dope. They're all Yo, dope. It's, it's a like dope a family. Family of it's a artists. Family. Look, man, I'm gonna get another beer. Let's go take a break, and we'll be right back. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey guys, let's go ahead and take a quick break for this week's vocabulary word brought to you by The Underdog Company, reminding you to trust your struggle. Right now, they have everything from tanks to tees to crewnecks to hats. Check them out online as well as Instagram at The Underdog Co. TheUnderdogCo.com. That's T H E U N D E R D O G C O.com. TheUnderdogCo.com. This week's vocabulary word is hot shoe. The hot shoe is a live accessory shoe, usually located on top of the camera prism housing. 
which enables you to mount and trigger an electronic flash or wireless transmitter. Hot shoes can also be used to support external microphones, electronic viewfinders, GPS devices, as well as field monitors. A quick note, when you purchase the camera fresh out the box, it's going to come with a plastic cover for the hot shoe. That implies to keep that thing clean. Don't allow dirt or dust to get to that. Got it? Great. Back to the show. Let's go! <laughs> Interview time, baby. Yo, so we're back. Um, Dio, you know, so we've talked about beginnings. We've talked about what we shoot with right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all cool, but like, I guess let's just talk about like the important thing right now. Like, art, the art of it is, is great, but mm. like, how, like, I know you recently said you, st- you recently started freelancing or, or, let me rephrase that. You said you recently become a full time photographer. Right, right. So for the listeners out there right now trying to become full time photographers, how do we go about getting that money? Well, here's the deal. I was full time. Mm-hmm. I I do currently, you know, I have a couple passions. Okay. I'm really passionate about higher education as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, as far as you know, I'm I'm an individual who changed my major three times, and you know. One of the things my mother wanted me to do was graduate in four years. So I graduated in four years after okay. changing major three times. Big key to that was my advisor. Okay. She's one of the biggest inspirations that made me want to get into higher education. Um, I've been in higher education almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So currently I'm working in higher education. You know, it's one of these things you- where you have, you know, no, no. As far as recruitment okay. um, and, and working with students, you know, just, you know, mentorship amongst okay. those things. But, um... You know, it's one of those things where you have your, you know, you have two things that are your passion, but then you have something that is your art and you would rather live off of, but then you have something that's a sustainable career that fulfills you. So it's a conflict. So, you know, you got the conflict between, you know, what your both your passions are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the end, you want the thing you love to do and can see yourself doing every day to be your main thing. And if that's shooting and being creative, then that's it. Your, your question was... You know, how do you make money off of that? Well, first of all, you make money out of it by owning your craft, being dedicated to it, learning it, learning what your own style is. I think a lot of uh, people, including myself at one point, was like, okay, this style is good. This certain style is already popular. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it almost gets to the point where you're mimicking someone else. Now, granted, in photography, you'll see a lot of things that look similar, but that's, you know, you know from people who've never met each other. But, you know, that's that's just the creative sense of things where people being inspired by the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's def- see, you know what? And that can be... That's a common conflict. Um, feeling like you're copying somebody else. Like, you have the right to admire somebody. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, let's say you're starting, you're starting off and you like somebody's work, somebody's mimicking you. They're doing that, or they should be doing that to learn. Oh, I see. And then once they've learned it, move on. Yeah. You know, so let's say you like shooting portraits, like like myself, like portraits. Portraits, to be honest, is just what happens to be what I'm shooting right now. Mm. I didn't wake up and feel like, yes, portraits is what I'm going to do forever. I just realized I shot a lot of portraits, and then I played on my strengths and just started feeling like, okay, let me go ahead and just continue this and perfect this. Right. I watch other photographers. I see what they're doing. I'm, I admire what they do. I try it out. I take what I like from it, and I add my own thing to it. Personally, when I just been talking about making money, I I go out and I'm you know I check out magazines and go to sites where I feel like my work fits. Mm-hmm. Try to package my content and I find an art director. Your lane. It's like your lane. Exactly. You find yeah. your lane and you find whoever is the gatekeeper in your lane and you <laughs> submit your work to them. Okay. And proceed to get money from there. Mm. You know, or, you know, proceed to submit your work in the process and try to get money. Um, you know, I think, you know, one of the biggest things, you know, this is what I find in, in a lot of artists in general. Like, there are a lot of artists who are so dope, so creative, so awesome, but maybe don't have the social skills mm. or networking skills to really make what they got going pop. Right. You know? Or you'll find someone who has both. 
And then that person's making a lot of money because, you know, they have the ability to be creative, to be awesome, to be dope, and also network enough to get clientele. You know what I mean? And what's crazy is like the hate that can possibly come from that is somebody that has the networking abilities and not necessarily, you know, according to according to you, you know, okay. like not you at being down, but you yeah. in general, like you might see somebody and say they have networking skills, you know, or their social skills, but they might not have a talent level as, as high as you think yours is, you know. So how do you how do you then go from there? You just I guess you just have to realize that. You know, like don't even don't even waste your time in trying to hate on that. Just realize, hey, right now, I need to step up my social skills mm. or find somebody that can assist me. Exactly. That has the social skills that I lack. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know when it comes to looking at you know an artist in the sense of the word, you know, it's it's gonna be somebody who's passion is art someone who creates from nothing you know we all aspiring to be artists Mm -hmm. um some of us are there some of us are not key key title to your show Uh, right you know we're always trying to get better we're always trying to get better and i think the minute that you stop trying to get better is the minute you're you're done like you're complacent Mm -hmm. like you you may you haven't even achieved what you wanted to but you you've given up you know you know, trust your struggle. Instead of trusting your struggle, you didn't trust your struggle and you failed. You know, I think you should always, you know, build up. You should, it should be a nonstop occurrence. Like even now, like people tell me, you know, they'll see a picture of mine or, or, or something, but like, yo, you know, dope. This is so awesome. Oh my gosh, you made me look so great. And I will genuinely, and it's not even me just trying to be modest, it's genuinely, genuinely me thinking, man, I, I didn't think it's not even exactly what I wanted. You know, it's almost self-criticism. It's almost, you know, you knowing that you're not where you need to be yet, but you're you're okay with where you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's you know, I guess that's knowing your struggle. But I also I also guess that's that's a part of the journey because if I was to not do that, then I'm gonna be stuck. I'm gonna be stuck somewhere, and I, I don't want to be stuck. I want to be a a work in progress. I think that's not gonna be that's gonna be my new shit. Work in progress. Work in progress. Mm-hmm. Damn, clothing line, all that. Working Work in progress. 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 Wop. Wait, that's not whip. good. <laughs> whip. It's not a mosquito? Oh, no, that's not a mosquito. I don't know what that is. I was about to say, you about to get bit on your head. You ever uh, had a mosquito bite on your head? No. no. <laughs> Are you like, kidding me? That's, like that's the worst. That's embarrassing. And you walking around with a lump on your head. Like, like you got a mutant zit. <laughs> yeah. So look, so work in progress. You, um... We talked about like how we get money, how we're pursuing our dreams. Sometimes we have to get that job to. Oh, I didn't even finish then. My bad, Brian. Yeah, no, look. You know, because we didn't touch on all aspects of getting money. I said networking. Yeah. But then you got to be professional. Right, right. You know, imagine someone entrusting you with a $13,000 project. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like a freelance guy. I mean, do they, are they, what about your professional lets them know that they can trust you with that money? Right. You have to get to that point. Business, the business aspect. So of that, that that encompasses being punctual. Um, you know, like we we all might have our own vices, but don't come to you know a shoot smelling like weed. No matter, exactly. no matter, like no matter if it's right. like, if it's a shoot that you feel like is friendly, that you could be shooting for high times, but still just out of this professionalism, don't come show, yeah. showing up smelling like smelling like weed. You know? Yeah, it's professional. It's, yeah. you, you got to be professional. Punctuation. It's getting the pictures back on them on time. On time. It's the communication exactly. because you know when you have clients, they're constantly wondering. Like they just had a great experience with you. The shoot was awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything was great. What do they want? They want their pictures, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? So they want their pictures. Keeping them assured that the pictures are coming when they're coming, being accurate and punctual because you know you just gave them a a, a blessing of a moment. They just want to relive that through the photos. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't get mad when I, you know, clients are like, yo, diet was good. Where my pics at? I don't get mad because I understand that, you know, the picture that they saw in light, they liked it so much that they wanted it and they want to share it, you know? Right. right. And I think that's a blessing. You I should, mean, if somebody you, wants to share your shit, that's a blessing. You as the artist, like you as the artist, you want to have your, your work out there as, you know, like don't rush it, but have it out there as fast as it can. Be, I agree. You know, like, I agree. I, I learned that from shooting weddings, that you know, like those your client is gonna want your, their images of their special day back as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, 
you recently got married. Dude. I know, so, man. So as a photographer, you right. know from that side. Uh, oh man, I, you know. Like, but I also know what's happening behind the scenes. You do, you do. So I'm so. like, yo, if these, I want these pictures of me and my wife and our family and our perfect day to be perfect. So you know, if you're doing something to get them perfect, mm-hmm. as I know what it takes to do on that end, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be patient. Yeah. Because sitting in the shoes, you know, man. Right, right. And it's nothing like a bridezilla. <laughs> Yo, where are my pics? Right, right. You know, trying to get into Essence. <laughs> Shout out to Essence, Shout out man. To Essence, Joe. I see you. you. Know, hey, I, I saw you guys in there, man. It's God, man. It's God, man. That was dope. You know. Shout out to Sir Meadows. Hey, shout out to Sir Meadows. Shout out to be the real be free You know what I mean? <laughs> Holding it down. The whole team, man. Hype Creative Code, man. We out here. Yeah, man. Definitely. Um, so, man, like, what are you doing right now? Like, like, what's what's? Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Sam. Sam, I ain't forget you, man. <laughs> Shout out to this as coach. Let's go. Indeed. My bad. Uh, so what? Yeah. What are you? What are you working on right now? Um, you know, I have a lot of um. You know, wedding season is still not over. Um, so we got some things going on as far as weddings. Um, I was just talking to my business partner today, like. You know, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, you know, as a as someone who does freelance, as someone who gets paid for gigs, who's a professional, you know, you don't always want what you're doing, as you asked, to be a gig. Mm. You know, you had a series, which I think was the, awesome, the Subway series. Oh, thank you, man. And, you know, the thing about that series is it's what you wanted to do, you know, you and then you had the lurking. Mm-hmm. You wanted to just go down the subways and capture what you thought was beautiful and then have an exhibit about it so other people could see what you thought was so beautiful about what you saw I mean you know that's the essence of it it's mm-hmm. a passion project that's sure. what you really want and do I have one right now I think I want to re you know start I think I want to get back to the passion project I was doing with my wife called Mama Africa you know what I'm saying that was something where you know my wife was doing the makeup and she was, this is when we were just engaged. She was doing the makeup and we were capturing just the essence of local DMV Africans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and she was doing the makeup. So it was a collaborative yeah. shoot. And the population but, here is deep too. Yeah, exactly. So you can get people from all different countries and yeah. cultures. But that's something that I've, that's got put on the back burner uh, as I started you know, getting prepared for my marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I want to bring back. But the only reason why I don't know if I want to bring it back or not is because I think that you know, there's just a lot of there's a lot of cons- constant things that you see that are being replicated. You know, there's a big love for Africa right now. Right. As far as clothing, as yeah, far as Afrocentricity it's, in general. Afrocentricity is, re- is really popping right now. And I don't want to, even though, and this is something that's big with me, even though I'm doing something and it's just for my own personal reasons, I don't want to be like caught up in like a fad or anything like that. Because no. I think that's just, that's just, puts you in a box you know that you might not even see someone else looking in you know what the way to survive a fad is to keep doing it (laughs) like dude if it was if it was already something that you were doing like if you already shot in a certain style or a certain genre and all of a sudden this style or genre like let's say you shot sneakers for like since like ever you know and now you see these pictures on hypebeats these pictures on complex sneaker freaker all these drinks, um, everywhere, but the the people that are just on the fed or on the bandwagon are going to eventually stop, and you're going to prevail mm. because you're going to keep shooting this like style because this was your thing already. Okay, you know, like okay, like somebody I see there, what you're saying. You know, like yeah. so, somebody only shoots subways. I shot that for <laughs> a little bit, you know, and okay, I, and I wouldn't mind doing it again. Yeah, again, and for a while, but that's not only what I want to shoot. So somebody, like somebody is like the subway guy, you know. That guy. You know that's what, what he does. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, but, um, but yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. So, um, so I, I need a, pra- a passion project, Brian. And oh, maybe, maybe we should talk, man. You know, something, because I, you know, I think the whole shooting shooters concept is something that's really beautiful. Yep. I uh, hashtag shooting shooters, man. Brian Summer, shoot my shooters, uh, and you know I've definitely joined that movement, you know because as my as I you know a homeboy in my rap fashions once said, uh, 
you know, the shooters hardly get shot. <laughs> they don't. Shout out to so, yeah. Oh, yeah, you met him. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. We, we, uh, shout we, out to Raw Radley. Raw Radley, definitely. Yeah, shout out to the, um, to the, to the, to the lurky photos. Bro, we ran through that. What was it? A it's just call it an institute. Bro, that was so creepy. <laughs> yeah, but the shots were dope, man. Yo, yeah. Um, but, you know, the shooters don't get shot. And, it's, you know, are we asking for attention? I mean, I know a lot of photographers that don't want to get shot or they hate being in front of the camera. Yeah. I'm somebody that doesn't mind either or. But something that I do like is being captured, capturing something. Mm -hmm. Because you almost get like a fourth window view of what is the photographer or what, you know, me. What am I doing when I shoot? What is it that I saw in a movement of me shooting? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or me just being that you know really represented what i was you know represented the the the, the initial photo so yeah Yo, you know what i think you're onto something <laughs> and I, i've been down here like every weekend so and i just i just visualize everything you just said to be honest so i'm totally with it okay and yeah we gotta do it. something man i mean coming soon man yeah. they might not be ready it's coming soon yeah yeah let's let's get to work well yeah, that's why we're trying to get better man yo definitely Key, key, Brian, if I can leave with anything tonight, it'll be that collaboration is the key to innovation. Collaboration is the key to innovation. Steve Jobs okay. said that. But shout out to my man, Sir Meadows, man. That's something he put me on with. And ever since he put me on with that, it just makes so much sense. I mean, you can come up with anything you want in the world. You can think as hard as you want. You can come up with great ideas. If you don't share those ideas with somebody else, things can't get better better or you can't come up with with something that's even more new i mean if i tell you about electricity then you get your own thoughts about electricity boom we got tesla versus uh, uh thomas edison you know what i mean yeah. it's just <laughs> Yo, so i always before i wrap a show i always recommend a particular book that's relevant to the show okay what would you say the book is for this show the book, the book is for this show. Um, you know, I can't exactly remember the the, the, the exact name, but it's a uh, 2015 photography market. Mm. It's pretty much a book to, you know, just plain and simple get money. You know, it it talks to you about how to pitch your 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 work and your portfolio to certain magazines. It has a list of magazines. It mm. talks about. Um, the differences and uh, types of photography. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a great book. It's like, to be honest, it feels like a cheat code textbook. But two, two, 2015, let the people market, know, man. Dude, like, I feel like it. it, it no it, secrets, man. Nah, man. Like, you know, what's, and, what's and you know, point? we meet photographers and, like, you know, like, oh, you know, I, they don't want to answer any questions. Yeah. I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. Anybody listening, you ask me anything, I'll tell you. Because it's not about our settings on the camera or how we set up a light it's about what we see you know yeah, everybody like you that's the thing that's the cool thing you can have the same lights same setting different interpretation because you're a different person that's where the artist comes in but at the end of the day if you're doing this to make money you need to reconsider be, be professional okay and know how to submit your work so 2015 photography market uh I'll definitely have the exact name in the show notes, but it's an annual book, so it comes out every year, like 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 I don't know, like the almanac, okay, or something like that. So, you know, I don't, yeah, the almanac. You know, but it's they probably don't even make those anymore. I don't know, man. But it's like the cheat code for. And it's not even the cheat code because because it's out there for you. But it's definitely out there. definitely check check it out. You know, cool. so look, Dial, it's been a. Uh, it's been great. My man. Way Yo. to come through. Yo, thank you. At the coming. snap at the end. Right, right. That's that Niger <laughs> right there. Just, hey! The snap. <laughs> Yo, man, thank you. Thank you, thank you for uh, it's finally happening. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, honestly, it's just blessings to you, Brian. I really love this movement that you're on. I think that whatever you're passionate about, you always really dedicate yourself to. So I'm supporting you the whole way, man. Um, watch out for something, but you know, with me and Brian coming soon. I'll speak it into existence, yeah, and you know, innovation is the key to innovation, and we are creatives. Let's go, yeah. guys. Before we go, I have to tell you about a dope company I just received some product from, Artisan Obscure. Artisan Obscure creates 
these dope wooden sets that help protect your camera and also produce productivity. They create products with a purpose that protect vital electronic components and heighten your shutter action. I recently received a hot shoe cover and soft button release set from Artisan Obscura. These camera accessories don't just beautify your camera, they protect your hot shoe from dirt and dust. If you heard the vocabulary section today, you know what I'm talking about. Now, I'm a stickler for detail and I have to say that the craftsmanship is awesome. The hot shoe cover slides smoothly in place and stays secure with a nice fit. The soft release button screws into the shutter release, adding just a little bit of height. And to be honest, I feel like it gives me more control over my shot. I've been shooting with it for about a week now and my shots, you know, like my eye is one thing, but just to have a better feel over your camera is another. I have the Bloodwood set for my all black Fuji X100S and the color just pops. Now, I know I just said I have an all black Fuji X100S, so if you know what that camera looks like, it's only black, white, and two parts of it are, are red. That's the S on X100S and that's the A for automatic on the dial, correction. There's also a red dot on the, on the front for just um, to preview the depth of field. But like I said, there's only three three specks of red on this whole camera, and the Bloodwood set just makes the rest of the colors pop. That little bit of red, that little bit of white, and I have a filter on here. This gold, it just personalizes it. I gotta say, I love my camera, and I love this Bloodwood set. Thank you, Artist Obscura, guys. If you go out. Check Artisan Obscura, and they make more than hot shoe covers, and they make more than soft release buttons. They make camera straps and other accessories. So check out Artisan Obscura. That's artisanobscura.com. A R T I S A N O B S C U R A dot com. I'll drop the link in the show notes. But check them out. And when you go to purchase your hot shoe cover, your soft release button, your camera strap, or whatever accessory you decide to purchase, don't forget to use promo code WGB. That's W-E-G-B to support We're Getting Better. Order now and you'll receive free shipping on orders over $50 in the United States and free shipping on orders over $100 internationally. That's promo code WEGB, W-E-G-B. Check out Artisan Obscura, protect your camera, increase your shutter action, and let's get better. Thanks for listening to another episode of We're Getting Better. As always, drop links and comments below. Help each other out. Follow me on Instagram at Brian Summers. That's B-R-Y-O-N-S-U-M-M-E-R-S. And BrianSummers.com. Let's get better.